did you adapt during this month? What, what worked for you? We just focused on the key pillars of our brand and on the benefits of our island. For example, we started talking about how lush and big our island is, how much space you have. Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. My name is Dolores Semeraro, and this is my weekly show dedicated to hospitality and tourism professionals who want to restart the tourism and the travel industry with traveler-centric tools and insights and jump-starting their travel recovery journey starting today. Subscribe to the show to be the first to know when the next episode, full of tips, tools, and strategies on travel recovery, goes out. Hello and Happy New Year and welcome back to Truth Behind Travel Podcast or welcome if you're here for the first time. Each episode of the podcast shines a light on aspects of hospitality, tourism and travel industry that help you navigate the current times and take a step further instead of backwards towards travel recovery. The last few weeks have left me cringing with the thousands of flights cancellations, holiday plans going bad, and this ever-present sense of uncertainty when it comes to travel restrictions. Where can I go? What do I need? How long does it take? Do I have to isolate? It is madness. But I know many decided to travel, and your hotels, your flights, your tours were booked. And that got us through the festive season, come what may. Amongst those, there is something that never sleeps, that constantly feeds inspiration, information, and most importantly, motivation to travelers. And that is hotel content marketing. On today's episode, we reflect on how difficult hotel content marketing has been during the pandemic and how hotel marketing communication specialists have managed not only to survive in this ocean of sameness on social media, but to thrive and grow. Specifically, this episode will leave you humming in agreement like, "Mm mm-hmm, if you, like my guest today, are working in the hospitality industry and are in charge of content marketing. How do you adapt to what your audience wants to read and watch online? especially when your ideal guest isn't traveling. Today's episode will share with you the successful proven hotel content marketing strategies of my guest, the organic six figures growth of a hotel Instagram and the secret of her productivity. My guest today opens the first interview of Women in Travel, an in-depth mini-series on Truth Behind Travel podcast only, dedicated to visionary entrepreneurial women working at the forefront of hospitality and tourism industry. Well, my guest today has worked across many countries, has successfully opened several multi-million hotel projects, and now serves as Cluster Director of Marketing at Accor Maldives, overseeing the portfolio's properties of this iconic destination. Join me in welcoming Lauren Sahelises. Welcome back to the show and welcome Lauren. Thank you for joining me at Truth Behind Travel podcast today. How are you? Hi Dolores, nice to be here with you. Hello everyone. 
nice to be connected. And I'm so excited to be talking with you about some hospitality trends. Yes, indeed. And, and some of the trends that at this time of the year are very much under the scrutiny of the travel operator, the tourism industry, everybody wants to know. And, and that's what I wanted to chat with you today because you've done so well and so much at the hotel, especially during prolonged stays on the island. I know you were based in the Maldives, but before we get started, why don't you give us a little bit of an overview of where you are right now, where you're connecting from, how's life, how's work? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So as you've said, um, I was in the Maldives. I, I'm the head of marketing for two Accord properties. So yes, it's been a challenging year and exciting at the same time. I've been here in the Maldives for one year uninterrupted. On the flip side, the hardest part was that I've been one year without seeing my husband and my family. But yeah, it was a, I can say that overall it was a great year um, for self-discovery and to grow because that's when I also finalized my digital marketing post-graduate. So overall, it was a great experience. A lot of challenges as well because many of the supporting figures, let's say photographers, um, collaborators, influencers, um, content creators, and all those figures that in hospitality marketing support content marketing creation couldn't come to the island as well. So you you had to cover it all. How, how challenging was that? Absolutely. It was a big challenge. Uh, but we wanted to flip it aside and find it as an opportunity, engage with local photographers, and uh, we bring them over when the time allowed us. And then what we focused was on shifting the way that we created content in a way that before we used to show a lot of people, uh, we used to show the social aspect, and now we were focusing more on the um, one single person connecting with themselves, connecting with nature, uh, a lot of open space. So we took the chance also to continue creating content and building more on the uh, concept that it's reconnecting with yourself and also the fact that we are an isolated island in the middle of Maldives because we are in the south hemisphere, the southern part of Maldives. That was one of the main key concepts that we built it up and we start creating uh, content for social media, for website and for different purposes as well. It's interesting that you mentioned that you literally evolved and developed the concept of wellness, which is something that in the travel trends has been taken quite seriously. And it's been seen as a rising star amongst the needs of, of today's travelers. So this need of, of self-development, self-discovery, self-acceptance as well. And to do that, through a holiday, time off, time for yourself. In fact, in one of the travel trends that I put in my recent travel trends report for 2022, I added that we don't just have to give for granted that people want to connect with family members, friends, and be with people. In the travel trends of 2022, we also see that people are going more and more on solo travels and self-discovery, not just traveling to be together with family, but also traveling to be by themselves and say, this is time for me. So you you recognize that and you've adapted it into your hotel content marketing strategy. And this is something I want to talk about it today. When it comes to this constant creation of 
content that we must put outside, that we must put on the internet, we must put on our social media channels, on our website, on our blogs. We need to constantly feed media and uh, press partners with what's going on. I see the challenge of the hospitality content marketing side. How did you adapt during this month? What, what worked for you? We just focus on the um, key pillars of our brand and on the benefits of our island. For example, we started talking about how lush and big our island is, how much space you have. For those that are more active, we've developed um, a fitness workout trail. So literally running around the island and doing different workouts so you don't need to be only close in a very tiny gym working out, having the risk that, oh, maybe there was some other guest before me, you know, and getting a little bit of a paranoid. So we try to focus on everything that we do outside in the nature and just talking about like big spaces. Something else that, for example, we've seen like a new trend as well is like so many uh, couples coming to have um like isolated weddings in the middle of the of the ocean because that's what we've seen now there's only just couples coming over so they come and get married there and then they have a honeymoon there as well but that's something that that we've seen a massive shift as as you mentioned before um we are not a wedding specific hotel however because of the all inclusive concept and the benefits that we have and and it's a very good value for me. We've seen this new trend that um, honeymooners come to spend their honeymoon here. And it's just not like before that they would spend like only five days. No, we're just talking about longer stays. And that's why we also have long stay benefits as well. So basically, the more you stay, the more benefits you get. So when it comes to hotel marketing content planning, how were you planning your content flow? How were you making sure that despite this global pose of travel events, people, um, and also sort of like a, a mono-narrative out and about in the world where we were only constantly talking about the very same thing every day. What did you put, yeah. what, kind of, what kind of system did you put in place in your hotel content planning? Um, so basically, the first thing that I did, I just sat down with my team and said, okay, what are our strengths? What are our main USPs? What do we stand for? And then we identified five or six different pillars we wanted to talk about. And then we said, okay, fine. I want to talk about the pandemic, which everyone knows what is happening and it's everything is so saturated. Why don't we just flip it around and then we focus more on the dreaming concept versus on the we cannot travel because that was a fact. So how can we change things around? What we did was start thinking about, okay, who is our new um, ideal guest? Because as you've mentioned in all your different trainings that you have and your methodology, understanding who your ideal guest is, that otherwise you cannot spend time creating content when you don't know who is going to resonate with your content. And I can see that that was one of the main um, foundations that helped us to improve a lot. 
so before I go more into details, just for you and the audience to have an idea, when the pandemic hit, we were just, I'm going to put an example on Instagram, right? We had only 10,000 followers. We were just about 10,000. That was, uh, I think it was February 2020. Today, we're just about to hit 60,000 followers. I know for some other resorts may not be a lot, but at least if I compare how we were at the same time last year, that's a massive growth taking into account that we were in a pandemic uh, situation. And we saw engagement rate going crazy. What, we, what I can see now is that the, the strategy that we put in place, we connect with people because the amount of comments that we were getting, it was crazy. And we are still getting so many comments. Every time we post a photo, oh, I'm coming in 34 days. Oh, I'm coming in six months. And people start getting anxious and start wanting to connect with us. And that's how I say, oh my God, this is really working. It's not that you just post a beautiful blue water and white sun photo, which all of us resorts in Maldives have, but it's like, how do we touch the heart? How do we connect with them and how do we make them live the dream? And this generated uh, 50,000 followers growth on your social media in literally 12 months? Absolutely. Yeah, it was incredible. I think it was a good lesson for us uh, in terms of like, okay, how can we think different? And what happened when you become more strategic in the way of you plan your content or you create your strategy rather than, okay, let's just do a post. Because let's face it, we're when we're based in, in the island, we have so many tasks to monitor and we get involved into the operations that sometimes it's so easy to get busy and forget about becoming strategic when it comes to social media content creation or blog or content creation in general. It's a 360 job, really, to be a marketing and and public relation uh, professional, which is island-based, hotel-based at this time uh, in the tourism industry. What What kind of content worked the best? So what I can see, definitely the content that always outperform is whatever it has blue water and white sun, of course, because let's face it, people were isolated in their houses and they were always dreaming about the Maldives. Um, However, any kind of content that it comes in the form of video and it tells a story and it has people in it tends to outperform. It's just more on the details, more on the emotion. And, and I think the caption as well has a lot to do because you can have, let's say, you can have an amazing video, but if you don't touch the heart in the copy in combination with the video, it will not do anything. And also the other part that we were talking a lot was about the fact that we are isolated island. We were not talking about specific measures that are in place in the resort. However, we have developed like a full toolkit with information for media and for, for example, for direct bookings or for travel agents where it is a whole detailed document, uh, very visual and easy to digest where it says like, how do we implement the old safe, which is our safety um, standard into the two hotels. But it was more towards the the fact that we are implementing it, but it was not the key angle for communications. 
So we try to maintain communications as usual, considering that, yes, we are in a pandemic situation, but this is not going to be the key focus of our strategy. So what was the key focus of your strategy? Space, emotional connection, nature, and uh, we also try to focus as well on the human side in terms of our staff. For example, we uh, started working on a podcast with our marine biologists, We did some recipes with our chef um, and how we can also enhance the uh, the fact that we have so many talented staff on the island as well. And we can also make them part of our social media content. For example, the guys from the water sports, they are creating amazing underwater videos. So how can we also make bring them along this journey together? Interesting, because the... It's this is something that unless you've worked in a destination like the Maldives or like an island destination as well, um, or if, if you've traveled there as a as a tourist, but in this case, if you have worked in a remote tropical island destination that is island-based hotel operations, you only if you've done that, you know that the hotel team really comes together as a family, like as an as a, a collective body of talents and everybody comes up with something different and if there is a, a common vision of what is it that we want to communicate how is it that we want to entertain our audience what do we want to share about what is happening on the island you know and and everybody contributes so i can see how different talents would come in along contributing to that content creation flow that no matter if we are uh, in a lockdown or if we are full on in business or if people can travel or cannot travel, that's a flow that never stops. It, de- it doesn't stop. Even though the hotel is closed, social media continue. And I feel sorry for those hotel operators who have uh, decided to take a break from social media during the pandemic because there was nothing to post. And I think that was a missed opportunity. And I'm glad to see that in, in cases like yours, for example, you took you took that challenge straight away. You, you turned it into an opportunity to reach out your not just your existing customers, but your ideal travel customers. And, and you've done that through a different taking a different angle, which I I think it's something that I haven't seen much, especially in the in in the cosmos that is the the Maldives per se, right? Because it's such a little, like it's a world of its own. Um, if you if you look back at your experience, particularly when you couldn't leave the island and you had to sort of reinvent your resources and uh, call in local talents, what would you recommend to somebody joining the hospitality industry in a similar role like yours? The main thing that I wish I would have learned when I first started is the concept that failing to plan is planning to fail. So literally, if you do not have a clear plan, if you do not have a clear direction, you don't understand how your business operates, who are your main guests, even though it may sound like so basic and boring, but you don't have your foundations done, then it will be a lot harder to really achieve any kind of goals because let's face it, as a marketing people, our goal is to work and support 
sales team, right? And we need to help them to bring more bookings. But if we don't know who are we targeting, who, uh, what is the kind of content that we can create and how we can reach and nurture those relationships, that's hard. Being busy is not a badge of honor. Because let's face it, all of us get so busy running the operations and sometimes we forget to be strategic. So considering the fact that you don't need to be working 20 hours a day to be more productive and you need to look after your mental well-being, you look to you you need to eat well, you need to rest well, because sometimes, and I saw it when I was in the pre-opening. I know that there's a lot of demand because there's so many things that needs to happen when you're opening a resort from the scratch, but you also need to focus on your productivity and on your wellness. So I think those two concepts, planning and looking after yourself, I think those are the most important and something that I particularly um, put in place during the last 12 months, uh, because at the end of the world, of the day, you cannot be working just for work it cannot be the whole life you do have a life and how are you going to combine your lifestyle with your work as well especially when you are in situations like this when you are an isolated island that it's not like when you're in a city hotel that you get your car and then you go to the pub you have fun with your friends this is not the case there's nothing else that you can do other than being on the island what do you think should change in the hospitality industry in an in a ideal post-pandemic world? I think definitely the way that we staff look after ourselves, we tend to focus only on the outcome that we need to do, no matter how much time we need to work. Uh, and we tend to sacrifice ourselves, our mental well-being, just for meeting the deadline, or I need to make XYZ calls, or I need to make XYZ posts on this day, which is actually we need to sit down and reflect what our what which is my goal personally what do I want to achieve how do I look after myself for example something that we did during the pandemic we brought one of our fitness um, partners and then we bring her over and we were talking about what are the tiny new habits that you can implement in your work for example she did a workshop with F&B people and I say okay guys you spent so many hours standing up you should make a break every 40 minutes and do some stretchings, you know, and she showed how to stretch the hands, how to stretch the back. So, you know, how we can start being more mindful about what we do. Or for example, in my case, every 50 minutes I stop, I do like 10 breathe, or I just do a walk or drink water, which are those tiny habits that in the long term, it will make a completely, it will be a completely game changer. So what is the first thing you do when you wake up? Oh, first thing I woke up is like gratitude journal. What am I grateful for? My top three, four things that I'm grateful for. And then after that, when I was based on the island, I would just um, go to the gym 45 minutes, have a shower, then went for my breakfast. And then by the time I get to the office, I was mentally prepared to start my day. And then first thing I do, I plan, okay, what are the top three things I need to achieve today? And I love some time slots. Like I never start with emails first thing in the morning because come on, that's some other's agenda. It's not what I need to achieve. So if you let the power into someone else's hand, then no wonder it's 12 noon. And then you say, what have I achieved today? 
understand how your brain works and just to align different tools in place just to help you become more productive. And I think I'm so grateful that I was involved in this because I always say um, it can, everything can be a distraction in the Maldives. Like there's so many people that is always like on calls with their phone, uh, scrolling social media, smoking, eating junk food, or it can be the perfect setup for you to achieve success. But at the end of the day, it's your choice how you're going to make the most out of it or if you're going to continue working on autopilot. So in my case, I think it was an amazing career development. Um, and at the same time, it was a self-discovery journey. I think it's important to have not just a healthy balance of mental mental health and you know self-acceptance and self-development, but you have to match it with a healthy routine that involves sports, involves uh, what you eat, what you do, how you go about your day. So I encourage everybody listening to the podcast today to get in touch with Lauren and get a little bit more information about this healthy routine and, and this and this incredible you know, journey that she's been on that brought her from being a newbie to a very, very challenging working destination, which is the Maldives, uh, from, a, from a working point of view to a thriving marketing professional in the hospitality industry, going through a pandemic, going through 365 days nonstop on the island. And for those who have worked in the Maldives, they know what it means when you can't leave the island and you only, you can go diving, but that's it. That's just as much as you can do. Your preferred channels for people to get in contact with you are uh, most likely your uh, Instagram Yes, my Instagram, which is Lorraine underscore Silesis. And then you can also find me on LinkedIn as well. And there's the website coming up soon. Okay, I will put the links of the of the social media in the show notes of the podcast for people to reach out if they want. And also your success stories. So for people to get to know a little bit more about how planning can really change the way you go about your daily work, but also how it can change the bigger picture of what can you do in hospitality as, as a professional working, whether you're working in a remote destination like the Maldives, it's all about the planning, the strategy, and collectively using the resources you have to the best you can, right? So this was a great conversation. Thank you so much, Lauren, for joining me on the podcast. I hope that you had a good time. It was your first podcast recording? Yes. Thank you so much, Dolores. It's been amazing, a great experience. Yes, it's my first podcast ever. So I'm super excited. I hope that you guys enjoy it as well. And so it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Dolores, for your invite. Thank you. And all the best to you. Good luck. Thank you for joining me today on True Behind Travel Podcast. Did you enjoy today's episode? I hope so. Every conversation is meant to bring you tips, values, strategies to help you get started with your travel recovery journey. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcast. If you are on Apple Podcast, of course. And if you are not, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn and let me know what your thoughts are. I'll leave you all the links to connect with me on the show notes. Once again, happy 
happy new year and I look forward to helping you all along the way with each single podcast episode. So don't forget to subscribe and share the show on your social media channels.